0: welcome to another sports next door podcast my name is owen and i'm joined as i always am by my neighbor max for our 2021 year in review uh we spent the majority of our podcast life living in in 2021 obviously started late 2020 but um a wild ride for sure and and very happy for it obviously a lot going on in the world but it was nice always max to to Check in once, twice a week, talk to your beautiful face, and uh, we're going to spend the next probably half hour or so reminiscing uh, our favorite moments from the year that was.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you didn't ask me how I was doing because I had absolutely nothing teed up for that, but nice to make it our first full calendar year around the sun, I'm certainly much more aware of all the things that have happened in the sporting world over the year because of it. And uh, yeah, how do you want to do this? Just chronologically biggest to least, just anything off the top of the head?
0: I really just have a list in no particular order um, and no chronological order either. So Mm. I think we'll just kind of I'll maybe list a couple off and we can dive into them as much as we'd like as as we go along. All right, we'll just freestyle it then. Go ahead. Yeah. So right from the top of my list here, I kind of have the major titles that were won this year in North America. So obviously the Super Bowl going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady's first season with the team. Uh, they dismantled the Chiefs, Mahomes with a fantastic performance despite Virtually no offensive line to help him out. Um, it wasn't the most exciting Super Bowl, but kind of the biggest moment from it was the after party where Tom Brady tossed the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another uh, and, and Gronk denting it in the process. Um, so a pretty fun moment there. But yeah, that was kind of the, the top one uh, at my list here. and And I don't know if you have any more thoughts on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, leading up, it was billed as kind of the past versus the present, the greatest quarterback of all time versus the only person in the current NFL with really any chance of surpassing that status. And the consensus was that Mahomes had to do it then and there in order to even have a chance of surpassing that in the future. And Brady, both taking That status unanimously and probably locking it up for a long, long time. And at the same time, Mahomes showing that he is the greatest quarterback in the world right now. Um, These were my thoughts after the game in February, Mark I'm not making a claim again about right this second, so don't at me NFLers. Um, But I just remembered the athleticism, skill, and technique Mahomes put on display. Made even my dad, who doesn't watch football, just jaw gaped play after play um, but the last word goes to Brady one of the most undisputed goats we have right now
0: yeah other titles here uh, the Atlanta Braves breaking the Atlanta curse uh, over that city winning the World Series um, that was a, uh, a big moment for that franchise uh, and, and a really happy one for them they defeat the Houston Astros Uh, who everyone was happy to see lose in that series. Uh, Finally getting their just desserts for the cheating scandal that they somehow managed to avoid back in 2020. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning go back to back uh, and and take the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. Nikita Kucherov coming back after missing the entire season, showing up and dominating in the playoffs, having folks wonder... uh, if we need to change those injured reserve rules uh, and have the Lightning go over the cap by such a large amount, but uh, a couple of great performances from teams in in those leagues. Yeah, the
1: Lightning, I, I think it's three and a five. Three cups in five years is kind of the official dynasty standard. So they've got three years to try and do that, but um, the way they went back-to-back kind of special in the bubble, I don't know if you put an asterisk or what, but to do it once in the bubble and then come do it again. Um, as you said, any NHL team that feels like they can scratch its best player for an entire season and still feel comfortable making the playoffs, go right ahead and try that. Uh, not too many can do it, and that Bolt's team has been special uh, and also one of most my most vindicating predictions of the year. So. Thanks for that one,
0: boys. Next one here, uh, the NBA championship, which was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But uh, a story of ascension to the top, um, maybe a new hand hitting the, uh, the throne here as Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Phoenix Suns uh, and win his first title at 27 years of age. He was simply phenomenal, 50 points in the closeout game, then ordered a 50-piece McNugget from Chick-fil-A, not 49, not 51. We obviously remember the incredible block on Aiton recovering on an alley-oop attempt, and then an alley-oop of his own icing uh, one of the games dunking it all over Chris Paul plus the foul, uh, a pretty big moment there after Holiday had stripped Devin Booker. Um, and a pretty fantastic title run, a little bit shadowed by the amount of injuries and COVID that took over, but a ring is a ring, and the Bucks are here to stay, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're back in at least the Eastern Conference Finals this year. That
1: Game 7 was legendary from Giannis uh, and I say that in the most literal sense of the word I can muster up um, simply because of the free throw shooting I mean if you can drop 50 points in the NBA finals it is a top 50 individual performance of all time kind of unanimously in NBA games but to do so like overcoming what's been your greatest weakness, the thing you've been ridiculed for all playoffs is just another level. The stuff of myths and legends, as I said, um, the finals MVP, Giannis, he just that game was something else. Um, one of the most outstanding individual performances I've seen in a team sport game ever. And uh, a ring is a ring unless it's the ones
0: KD has from the Warriors. Well, speaking of KD, uh, last bit here uh, that I want to shout out in that run was his big toe may have been the separating factor between a Bucks title and a, and a Brooklyn Nets title. An absolutely awesome game seven in that series uh, where it was a battle between the two and, and KD went Super Saiyan and just didn't have enough left in the tank at the end of that one uh, against the Bucs team and then another the big moment from that NBA playoffs of course was Trey Young at Madison Square Garden uh the bow the F Trey Young chance, just a spectacle of a series that I correctly picked I a little pat on my back here uh, but that was definitely some fun moments in in the NBA p- playoffs that uh reminiscent about We move to college basketball, where a big moment there, Uh, Gonzaga saves their undefeated season with a half-court, almost buzzer-beating bank shot by the number five pick in the NBA draft, Jalen Suggs, gets up on the scorer's table after that, uh, spreads his hands. It was an electric moment as they defeated UCLA, eventually, unfortunately, falling in the final of that tournament to Baylor, uh, but a a great moment that had me excited as a Raptors fan that he was maybe going to be our guy. More than happy with what we have now in Scotty Barnes.
1: Yeah, uh, as long as we're moving into highlights, I've got a couple saved here from the early lead. I can't really break two of these down, though. McDavid had a stupid goal against the Leafs, earlier in the season i think we'll pivot back to mcdavid later when we're talking canadian things i'll have a segue there matthews also with a ridiculous goal against the canadians april 28th uh yes that was the one thank you for the hand gesture and then yuri uh prochezka Man, it's been so long since I've said the guy's name, I'm not quite sure. Um, With a spinning elbow knockout of Dominic Reyes to emerge as one of the top five light heavyweight contenders in the UFC, that division title seems totally up for grabs right now. And Reyes put himself as one fight away most from that title with that just sensational knockout from this Mystic gypsy martial arts kung fu esque figure, uh, which the sport always loves to see. You have any awesome. other like individual highlights or plays um, that stand out?
0: No, not not in the rest here. I guess the last one I would have is Justin Tucker's NFL record-setting sixty-six yard field goal uh, against the Detroit Lions was a pretty cool moment to have this season. Um, an absolute bomb from him. And and I think we'll eventually see that record broken again, but, but a pretty cool one to see. And another nail in the Detroit Lions fans coffin. <laughs> I
1: know. It's, they get to be part of a kind of history that isn't like longest losing streak for once. So they'll probably take anything over that.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's go overseas here for some footy. Uh, Chelsea winning the Champions League. Uh, a great performance from them. Uh, we've also got Lionel Messi capturing his first Copa America, a huge one for his legacy, uh, finally winning with Argentina on, on his home turf, getting that win against Brazil in the final. Uh, an awesome moment for them. And then, of course, Italy defeating England in the Euro Cup. We thought that it was the trophy was coming home, but it was not to be. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne played in that game, uh, so shout out TFC. Uh, But Italy with a big win and Woodbridge went crazy, uh, as well as little Italy in in downtown Toronto (laughs) at Crawford and in college. Uh, And then some other moments from the soccer season, uh, specifically in that Euro Cup, a scary moment with the Danish team Um, player dead on the field was revived uh, and they ended up having a great run to the first round of the knockout stage. So wanted to shout out. Team Denmark for their performance, and then we had that brief little moment, Max. I don't even remember the Super League, <laughs> where oh, we uh, almost league. had the largest powers in European football come together and form their own league, uh, and and that was quickly destroyed by fan and media backlash. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting week there. Wow, I completely forgot that one. <laughs> Low key though bring back the Super League. (laughs) (laughs) My friend would kill me for that. My my Dortmund friend would kill me for that. Uh, Other international news, Max Verstappen. This one more recently uh, with the final race of the season in Formula One. The final lap of the season takes the Drivers' Championship over Lewis Hamilton. Of course, Mercedes winning the Constructors' Cup, but um, a new world champion finally for the first time in seven years. uh, And Verstappen hopefully uh, looking to go back to back um, in a, in about a month's time when Formula One gets back underway.
1: Maybe uh, for me, the biggest storyline of sports was uh, Novak Djokovic's chance <clears throat> at the Calendar Grand Slam. That was a phenomenal run and attempt to watch all throughout the year, starting in January with the Australian Open where – he looked smooth, comfortable, and that's exactly what you expected from him in the Australian. But it was the French that really set everyone aflame, playing against Nadal in an amazing semi final match that went back and forth. And ultimately, for once, saw Djokovic persevere over Nadal, who had just started the clay season week, but picked up as he went on, One. The last uh, ATP 1000 Masters he competed in before the French was looking in top form, did his best, and ultimately just got outlasted, which Djokovic followed up by going down two sets to Sitsipas Stefanos, uh, the young Greek up-and-comer who was looking to na- make a name for himself. And uh, Novak, again, just hung in there, persevered. I, I can't think of an- many other sports situations where... You can have so much faith in guys who are so down by such a large margin. Uh, Tennis, a bit of an unusual sport that way in general, though, I think. And then the Wimbledon was just smooth sailing, breezing. A tournament where Matteo Berrettini, who he defeated in the French, was kind of who's kind of just built to play on grass with the powerful serve and the forehand already is two most prominent weapons Uh, that field just allows him to display those like no other and hide some of his relative shortcomings Uh, and ultimately Djokovic threw him like butter again making it look easy I've, man, I've said all the good parts. Now it's nothing but downhill from here. Zverev taking the first bite out of him at the Olympics, a bit of a stunner, uh, but just three set tennis, still had a chance for calendar history at the US Open until Daniel Medvedev just brought the level higher than Djokovic could reach in the finals after Zverev tested him and nearly beat him in the semis. And as much as it was a disappointment to have such a phenomenal run cut short, with Zverev and Medvedev's performances, the field of tennis looking wide open heading into this 2022 calendar year, a new big three temporarily, if you will. Will Djokovic just brush the past off his shoulders and dominate the Australian Open in a way that makes us forget about those last two tournaments and make Medvedev and Zverev's rise look a little more ephemeral as long as Novak wants to hang around? Or have they really stepped it up to that level that for so long Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal have have monopolized? I can't wait to find out. Uh, It was a great year for tennis.
0: Yes, it was. Um, and I know we'll get to the Canadian moments, but I, I think we might as well transit this is a good spot to talk about Layla Annie Fernandez's season and most significantly her run to the US Open final, uh, similar to Bianca's a couple of years ago, announcing herself on the tennis scene and, and hopefully uh, establishing a presence that she'll be able to keep up as we head into 2022.
1: Mm-hmm. I, it's funny with the podcasting we get a funny sense of landmark and I remember during Bianca's run at the Miami we had a video that did relative success on YouTube and someone commented don't look don't forget about this Leila Annie Fernandez now like don't look at her. she's coming and then a couple of weeks later I think it was she won that first Mexican tournament uh, clay and grass always tougher for the new players to adapt on and usually where you see the slowest progress unless it's a baratini type player but then wow did she ever just stun at the u.s open um, i don't know I, canadian teen women's tennis making one big splash and then faltering seems like a bit of the iconic duo but with both Layla and bianca you hope to see this is more of a takeover than a flash
0: exactly all right uh another guy we're hoping is a takeover rather than a flash i've just got two more moments left here uh in our kind of non-canadian sports moments shohei otani took mm. the world by storm um winning the american league's most valuable player award while also being an electric starting pitcher uh hitting 400 foot bombs and throwing pitches 100 miles an hour um, the greatest kind of feat we've seen in baseball since Babe Ruth a hundred years ago, a uh, really historic season and fantastic to watch him. And we hope that he'll continue to put on this type of performance over the next couple of seasons and, and get to witness his career really take off as a, as a dual threat on the mound and at the plate.
1: Yeah. And then I'm wondering if we're in sync here on this last moment, because I feel like if I've got it in my head, there's no way you didn't have it in your head. So was it Steph Curry breaking the all-time three record?
0: It was not. Wow. Um, I think that's probably a bit of anti-recency bias there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, a big moment for sure. But a lot of the places where I was doing my research, that one didn't quite make the cut for me.
1: Okay. And that's the difference between how you and I approach this. So some nice dual perspectives there, probably some recency bias for me, but that was for sure a historic
0: sporting moment. Uh, The last one for me here, uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but there was a summer Olympics this year Mm. and uh, lots of fantastic moments out of that. Um, My favorite non-Canadian moment probably has to be the two best friends in the high jump event, they've uh, gone to each other's weddings and they had a jump off to decide who was gonna take home the gold medal. Um, They both made it to the highest bar and then both failed all three attempts. And due to the rules, they were actually able to share gold. Uh, And it was a pretty heartwarming moment where two best friends just held each other and cried. While well, they uh, got to experience the ultimate moment in international sport together uh, on the podium. So a pretty cool moment for sure. And a great way for us to segue into our top Canadian sports moments of 2021 uh, going into the Olympics here. Andre de Grasse taking the mantle of now one of the fastest men on the planet winning gold in the 200 meters uh I believe taking silver in the 100 and then bronze in the four by 100 meter relay. So uh, again, going three for three there in medals for Canada, Damien Warner, London native, establishing himself as the quote unquote greatest male athlete in the world, winning the decathlon and, and setting a record there with his gold medal, Penny Alexiak becoming the most Canadian or most decorated Canadian <laughs> Olympian, uh, in history with quite a few medals uh, in Tokyo. And then Maggie McNeil uh, announcing herself on the scene as another young, awesome Canadian swimmer uh, winning three medals there. Uh, And a great moment when she won the backstroke. She doesn't wear contacts. So just squinting up at the board and then the absolute look of shock and jubilation, Um, so surprised that she had done it. Uh, a really awesome moment to say the least. And then I guess the last bit of Olympic awesomeness uh, from this summer, the Canadian women's soccer team against Sweden in penalty kicks down one on their final leg and they convert the penalties and Stephanie Labbe dancing and smiling all the while stops a couple and uh, just an awesome moment for them when they came up so short in a controversial semi four years ago against the U S get their revenge on the U S and then take it all the way and win gold, uh, an awesome way to finish out probably Christine Sinclair's career in the Olympics. Um, and, and they finally reached the mountaintop and it was an incredible and unforgettable moment, uh, for Canadian soccer fans and just Canadians in general you said last final
1: moment gold canadian women's i thought you were gonna say rowing don't know how you could leave that one out (laughs) canadian women's eight also taking home gold i don't know if there were different weight classes or that's just the absolute best rowing team in the olympics or the best rowing eight in the olympics which is the pinnacle boat from my very limited understanding
0: Yes, a very successful Olympics overall for Canada. They exceeded their medal projections, um, which was excellent. And, and there are lots more to go through. I just kind of picked my top highlights. Uh, another successful Canadian team uh, on the international stage was the Canadian women's hockey team, winning the IIHF World Championship. Uh, and the moment in particular that was pretty cool to see was Marie-Philippe Poulain, who, if the fate of the universe, if aliens laser pointed at the earth, I want good, no, I want Marie-Philippe Poulain <laughs> to have to snipe in overtime, and she did it going bar down against Team USA. She knew it was in the second she scored, but the play continued. And then upon review, while the play was still going, the buzzer goes, the Canadian woman gets to celebrate their gold medal, uh, Poulin, an all-timer. Uh, but a pretty special moment there for, for the woman in, in that tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I can't think of too many other Canadian moments.
0: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going then here. Okay. Uh, staying in hockey, Austin Matthews winning the Rocket Richard. Oh. And... Don't know if that one counts, bud. subsequently following up that uh, with the Leafs blowing a 3-1 lead in the playoffs to their arch nemesis, the Montreal Canadiens, who then proceed to go on and make it all the way on their Cinderella Cup run to the Stanley Cup final, uh, eventually losing to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But we forget how crazy that series was, Max going out on the town after a couple of those games. Oh, what a time. Uh, and, and that was a pretty fun series, obviously ended terribly, but the wounds have healed or at least scarred over. Um, and, and I'm ready to get hurt again. Yeah.
1: Those, your mental scars, like a Diaz brother's face. It doesn't take much (laughs) to just cut it open and get it start pouring. Uh, this was supposed to be a happy pod, though. I don't know why you've got to talk about the Leafs or American players in our Canadian segment. Uh, I'll just say it my Canadian athlete of the year, because I feel like this has been all but absent from the discussion somehow, is Connor McDavid. Yep. Damian Warner, Leilani Fernandez, flashes of brilliance throughout the year. Connor McDavid just put another stamp in an already filled book. He's been working on these past few years saying, I am the single best player in hockey right now. He was, the NHL shortened season kicked off uh, January. So in just that span of January till mid-May, he breaks 100 points in 56 games, something 103 points in 56 games. 100 points in
0: 53. (laughs) I Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Thank you. Um, something that was unfathomable four years ago in an NHL era where players just don't score as much as they once did. Uh, being at a party and watching him hit that 100-point mark was really fun and continued excellence throughout this year. He's just simply the best hockey player in the world, uh, performing our sort of national sport at the highest level, a level no one really thought possible. And for that reason alone, and because I'm sick of like this rings only matter mentality right now, I give Connor McDavid my Canadian athlete of the year.
0: Awesome. Um, I have a slightly different one, but before we get there, uh, I'm going to disappoint you again with some American international athletes playing on Canadian teams. It uh, doesn't count. It does count. Fred Van Vliet with a Raptors franchise record, 54 points against the Orlando Magic. Pretty cool moment for Canadian sports fans. I'll pull Um, up the uh, Rockford
1: advertising block.
0: We've got Robbie Ray winning the Cy Young for the Canadian Toronto Blue Jays and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, a runner-up MVP season. Moments that Canadians enjoyed. And doesn't necessarily have to be Canadian athletes. But if that's what we're talking, we have arrived at my male Canadian athlete of the year, Alfonso Davies. Mm. And the Canadian men's soccer team on the precipice of history, very close to making the World Cup. They've got a game in Hamilton against the United States of America, January 30th. Watch it and support the team because... This team is maybe the best team coming out of North America right now. And and the the biggest piece of that is Alfonso Davies, Um, a fantastic highlight goal where he runs, God knows, 40 yards um, in four seconds, picks the ball off of the defender, off the line, very close to it being out, comes down the other way needs just half a foot of space, buries at home against Panama, a team that they needed to take those three points from. They are now sitting atop the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying standings, and they're just so close, and I'm hoping they can, can keep that momentum going into 2022. And I hope we, as a podcast, can keep our momentum going into 2022. That is going to do it for our 2021 year in review. Any last shout outs here, Max, before we wrap things up? Uh,
1: Shout out to Spirit Box's Eternal Blue, Architects for Those Who (laughs) Wish to Exist, and Trash Boats, Don't You Feel Amazing for being three of my favorite albums of the year. And Poppy's EP, Hot Milk's EP, and uh, Kenny Hoopla, Travis Barker's Mixtape, which I think is as an EP, I'll give to the top three EPs of the year. Uh, To be honest... I am hoping for more out of the sporting world this 2022 than we got in 2021. Uh, So my last shout out has to go to the music scene for getting me through this year.
0: All right, then I'll take this opportunity to shout out the Marvel Cinematic Universe for getting me through 2021 as well. Lots of great shows and, and movies coming out at that point. And the last shout out, of course, is to you our listeners, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, We really appreciate it really means a lot to us. We hope you enjoy this little bit of extra content uh, as we head into the new year and hoping everyone has a safe and prosperous new year. But uh, thank you so much for listening. I had no idea if we'd
1: still be here a year plus ago. I'm just formulating this idea making a year was something that didn't really cross my mind. Looking at all the statistics since then, seeing that most of our episodes somehow hit eight, nine downloads, I'm really grateful. Thank you, everyone, and happy 2022. Sports Next Door, signing out.